Birth control is full of hormones, especially the pill. People think hormones are something that happens to you. Your hormones make up who you are. Your hormones don't happen to you, they are you. So if you're adding extra hormones, that doesn't just stop something from happening or make something happen. That changes who you are. There are 15 types of contraception. And only 15? 15, and only two of them are for men. I got really stoned, planned to get the, the coil in. I should, you know, I was so baked going into this appointment, <laughs> right? And then I sat down and the nurse which says to me, I know your face. And I was so stoned that I couldn't say anything. And I'm like, oh my God, she's gonna open up my little... <laughs> I put a coil inside of me, then like go and text a group chat, I've just done da, 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 da. The first time I met this guy, didn't fancy him at all. And then I went on the pill for a while because I was with this other guy. And then suddenly this other guy who I like hadn't fancy at all was suddenly a god. I was like, Stop oh it. my god, what Stop has changed? It. And nothing had changed except from the fact that my mind was just frozen in this like weird <sighs> place. I know. Welcome back to another episode of Hushed, everyone. Today, I have a very exciting guest, the amazing <laughs> Ceci. I've been saying her name wrong this whole fucking time. Yeah, just a little bit. Ceci. Ceci, yeah. Sounds really sexy, doesn't it? I've been calling you Ceci. Yeah, it's okay. Everyone does it. No, Ceci like messy. Messy Ceci. Messy Ceci. I'm just going to start calling you messy. I'm going to change <laughs> my phone to messy. But no, today's really exciting. I feel like we're talking about something that not really a lot of people talk about. Yeah. Everything contraception. Mm. Because we've both been kind of fucked up from it. Yeah, lots of people have, I think. Yeah, but no one talks about it. Mm. I, think, I feel like everyone does talk about it, but in secret. It's, it's kind or like of, to your girls. Yeah, exactly. You might talk about it in the bathroom or in your room before a night out or in like behind closed doors, but never ever. Mm. In, you never bring it up. It's just something that you might mention. In I just love it because I randomly found you. So I was like doing lots of giggling like about contraception. I'll get into it later. You guys are going to hear the horror <laughs> stories later. And then I found you a piece. So just explain to everyone yeah. what you do. So I do lots of writing. Um, and my kind of favorite thing to write about is all things to do with like women's health, sex, relationships, because let's be honest, that's the stuff that people like reading about. True. It's stuff that affects everybody. Um, and what the piece that you found, obviously, was about birth control. Yes. And how it's so, it kind of goes under the radar and it's something that we all accept and we're all on and we all take part in without really talking about it. Yeah. Um, and I think the article was about whether it was a blessing or a burden because obviously there are massive benefits to being on birth control. It's ruined my life. <laughs> it's literally Except ruined my life. Except that part. Um, but no one wants to have a baby. Like lots of women don't want to have a baby right now. So, Why do you think that is? Do you think it's just because we're too focused on our careers? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> but in that respect, it's doing a great job. But in all the other respects, it's like failing. And uh, no one really kind of talks about it because everyone thinks, oh, I haven't had a baby, so it's doing a great job. job yeah. When really we're all feeling rubbish or not ourselves and we just don't kind of notice. Or it just it. doesn't do its job anyway, <laughs> like in my case. Yeah, exactly. But no, the piece that you wrote was about if it's a burden or a blessing. Yeah. And I just read it and I was like, I need to get in contact with you. I just think it'd be such a good topic because no, literally no one speaks about it. And mm. in my case, like you're not on anything, are you? No, because I just didn't feel like myself when I was. Yeah, tell me tell me why you didn't feel like yourself. Yeah, so I was on, when I was 16, um, I went on the pill for the first time because I like had a boyfriend and I thought it was the right option. It's kind of, it was one of those things where I knew it was something that you do at that this age or well, you become a teenager and then it's like oh okay now it's time to sort out what I'm going to do for contraception let me go to the GP let me 
you know, I'm a twat. I just done it because one of my friends got it. <laughs> like, no, but I feel like you do that in school. Yeah. Like, you hear one of your mates has got it, and it's like, oh my god, she's on, she's yeah. on the pill now, or blah blah. But it's, it's a cool so thing to do. Young, it is, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's like, oh my god, she's on the pill. <laughs> she's sexually active. <laughs> But I went on the in-plan and I bled for five years. Five years straight. So one of my mates, I'm a twat, it's my fault. (laughs) So one of my mates had got it and then I like walked myself down to the clinic and then I I didn't get it there and then, but I like spoke to them, but I have really heavy periods anyway. So like my periods floor me. When did your period start? I started my period when I was 10. I was really young. Oh, that is really Really, really young. My mum was crying. She put me in the bath. She was like, what is going on? Because I was really young, but yeah. I've, my mum gets really heavy periods as well. Yeah. Um, and then I went to doctors and then they put me on the implant. Mm-hmm. And then my life Without went- Without Yeah. And my, like, I'm so, I was so young. Yeah. And I bled every single day for five years, right? They put me on the injection and the implant. They put me on the mini pill and the implant to like stop the bleeding. At the same time. Same time. So I'm just like pumped with all these hormones, like yeah. not having a clue what to do. And then I came off that I would bleed. And like, I've not really spoke about, all my friends know about it, but um, I had to go to the gynecologist and I had to get abnormal cells burnt away. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I stopped it. And then um, all of a sudden I just stopped bleeding. But like, I was actually a child. Yeah, that's so awful because you haven't even finished developing. And I'm like full of all these hormones. Like artificial hormones. But I just think, yeah, like if if you're really young, just try and hold off. Use condoms. Because <laughs> you're messing with your... Yeah. You're literally messing with your... Hor- we are hormones. Yeah, exactly. You know more about that. Yeah. Well, the thing is about birth control is that, right, birth control is full of hormones, especially the pill. So the pills are the most common ones. Great example. Um, there are two main, two main hormones in the pill, which are estrogen and progesterone. I don't know if I'm saying No, that no, right. you're right, you're right. But um, both of them are artificial, right? The versions that get put in the pill. Um... And what we forget is that people think hormones are something that happens to you. So if you take the pill, it's like a magical switch that you can flick and then you have no baby and it just turns your ovaries off, right? But that's absolutely not how it works. Your hormones make up who you are. Yeah, I le- I read about this. Yeah, your hormones don't happen to you. They are you, like you said. Like we literally are all our hormones. Exactly. So if you're adding extra hormones, that doesn't just stop something from happening or make something happen. That changes who you are because all of the processes, the chemical processes and systems in your body are responding to the extra hormones that they're not expecting to be there. Yeah, it's basically like adding like a, like a foreign thing in your body that you're just... Because this is what I was going to say is so many women experience different things, but kind of it always narrows, narrows down to the same thing. Yeah. Like mood swings, mm-hmm. breakouts, putting on weight, bleeding. Yeah. Like I don't know if you've experienced any of them. Yeah, I definitely gained weight when I was on the pill. And it's one of those things that you don't notice because you're so you're so overjoyed that you're not having a baby. What pill were you on? Um, there's so many different oh, There's types. so many. I hardly even remember. Um, I had a green box. If that helps. I think I know. It's I've like, been on all of them, G, babe. Um, I can't remember, but I, I was on a few. Like, it took me three or four to get it right. I had really bad headaches in the first one I was on. There's, I've, I've been on the mini pill. I've been on Regividon. Um, there's one that's really high um, estrogen to stop yeah. my bleeding. Because they gave me an ultrasound and everything. like, mm-hmm. And they could see the little sack of fluid sitting in my... I'm not a scientist. I don't know what that part <laughs> is. And they, but they didn't have any explanation for it. 
And then even we even Badar, I was page three at the time. The um, gynecologist put me on hormone replacement tablets, right? At the start yeah. to stop me like bleeding. And I didn't even realize. And I went to one of my PhD shoots and the photographer, um, Jeannie, was like, what's happened to your boobs? You're never going to be booked again. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that my boobs had completely left. And they've never came back the same. I mean, I've got them, it's fine. Yeah, but you just don't realize what it actually does to your body. They just disappeared. That's so crazy. Yeah, they just fucked off. They were like, um, bye. Yeah, well, I think part of it's to do with the fact that they're artificial. So I actually recently learned that the the artificial ver- version of um, progesterone, which is in a birth control pill, it's called progestin, mm-hmm. um, is made from testosterone. Oh, wow! So, I know, isn't that like you think? What's the least likely thing they would make a, f- a female hormone? I have absolutely no idea. Also, not a scientist. So they're literally putting us. They're putting but, us full of like testosterone. <laughs> but that's why what happens is all the receptors that are designed to receive these hormones, uh, they pick they pick up um, the progestin to make your body do what it's supposed to do in terms of not having a baby. So what the pill does, right, is it freezes you in the second half of your cycle. There's two halves. There's the first what half. Is? I know. I'm like, you're what? like shocked. <laughs> the first half is the half where you're getting ready to be pregnant, basically. So like when so, you ovulate or am I just Yeah, so, okay. from, so from day one to when you ovulate, which is between day ten and day fourteen, your body is like getting ready to get pregnant. It's like, come on, let's have it. Let's, let's go. Have the baby. <laughs> and then the second half is like after ovulation and your body is in the mindset of like okay i'm pregnant i've got to calm down I've got to look after this potential baby um so you kind of slow down it's almost like a kind of hibernation period and what the pill does is it freezes you in that second period it honestly makes me feel icky it's, it's so weird so you kind of you have this natural cycle over a month where at the beginning when you're kind of on your period and then after your period I know lots of people don't feel very good on their period I am on my period right now <laughs> and it honestly floors me yeah but like pain wise obviously not good but the the straight afterwards bit in terms of what your body's doing uh there's research which shows you feel sexier you feel more active you want to do things you're more outgoing because you're in this bit where your body's like now is the time to get pregnant pregnant you're ready to mingle yeah exactly your body is like let's mingle now go 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 you've got 10 days uh, and then in the second part you've all of those things obviously you know it ranges person to person it yeah. ranges depending on what you're doing but in general the second part is your kind of incubation period so you'll feel less less outgoing less social less likely to just drain yeah exactly um but the problem is if you're in the second half all the time like if your body is frozen in the second half it's like hormonal deja vu yeah because all you're doing is literally for three weeks when you're on the pill you're just putting this little tablet in your body hoping for the best yeah then you have your break and then it's just the same same shit again and again and again um and you just you don't get any of the highs of being in the first part of your cycle because that's that's the whole the whole point is it's stopping you ovulating right it's stopping the egg being released People think women are crazy <laughs> and we're not. We're just full of all these weird know, hormones. Uh, and the worst part is, right, people think that, people always say that women are the hormonal ones. Yeah. And one thing I really hate is when 
you're grumpy or you're in a bad mood or something uh, or you're feeling emotional and someone will be like, oh, she's just hormonal. Yeah. Because I'm like, everyone's hormonal. Everyone is. Even That's men. That's how it works. Men oh are hormonal God, too. <laughs> I, was re- I was listening to um, TED Talks, right? And yeah. I know a lot of it's like American based, but I watched this big massive lecture of this woman. She said it actually affects men as well because... Men without knowing it, they react to like pheromones. Now, guys, we are yeah. not scientists. We're not fucking claiming <laughs> yeah, to be scientists. <laughs> but they react to like pheromones. And if women are on contraception, it actually alters it because yeah, exactly. they're not, they're doing it without even realizing it. It kind of made me feel a bit weird because I'm like, so my boyfriend's body is like naturally <laughs> reacting to all these women that are fertile in a room. But if you're on contraception, it actually stops it. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's crazy. I don't think anyone really does. So what I was saying about being the first half of the cycle and the second half, in the first half, you're just naturally more attractive. And again, that's a sweeping generalization. But no, there, but I get there, what you mean. There are studies that show like facially women are more attractive in the first half, <laughs> which is ridiculous, <laughs> but somehow true. And all of the pheromone stuff as well, that kind of happens in accordance with and the And I cycle. read as well that like, obviously because we are our hormones, that that I don't know if it was a TikTok like TikTok TikTok or <laughs> TikTok is educational <laughs> because I don't know if what I'm like I'm consuming is like factual or if it's someone just yeah. like making it up but I watched this TikTok and I was like I was like I'm never going back on contraception ever apparently it changes your brain like when you're on the pill or the implant mm-hmm. or whatever it is you're actually changing like the behaviors in your brain because you're altering your hormones yeah no, you definitely so are. So I'm not even me. If I'm on the patch or I'm on anything, I'm not even me, really. Yeah, well, you're a different version of yourself. Um, the, the other really interesting thing, which there's... The trouble is there's not enough research, so it's so hard to make claims because it's just lacking generally But why? Because it's something that we're on... It's basically, most of most of women are on... Yeah. Well, not all, I'm not now, <laughs> but I don't know if anyone listening to this is going to be on it now. But so many people are on it. Or have been on it Or have been point. on it, and, like, no one talks about it. Mm. but um yeah so there's not enough research to make any massive claims because it needs to be backed up but one of the kind of beginnings of something that seems to be coming up is that women who are on the pill don't have the normal stress response that normal people have so every healthy person has a stress response right yeah like your cortisol or something exactly like us getting tipsy <laughs> cortisol yeah yeah <laughs> Um, basically if something happens and whether it's a really bad thing like you're about to miss your train or whether it's something that's really good but stressful yeah. um, your cortisol spikes yeah. and that just doesn't happen in women on um, on the pill or on hormone contraception what do you mean? which like there's no cortisol spike they've kind of they've done experiments where they plug people into machines and kind of see how they respond to situations so basically just live so you're basically just on a constant level yeah like so you, you're, you're, you, like, you don't even you lose the ability to kind of uh, respond to things um, and that's why so there's this amazing book um, which I know I already recommended to you by Sarah Hill which just says it describes how this works or as much as possible because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. not like, enough research up, yeah, on it yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just that she said that she came off the pill because she just she didn't notice when she was on it but after she came off it she felt like she'd just been walking around like a zombie yeah just like completely like yeah, just like having no emotions whatsoever. And as soon as she came off it, she kind of realised that actually she wasn't responding in the way to things that are normal. What was person. your experience like on the pill? Like how long were you on it for? I was on it for a couple of years because I was in a long-term relationship and it was just, it seemed in my head like... It's easy It makes easy life so well, much easier. Yeah, exactly. And it seemed like the most sensible thing to do. Everyone's kind of 
People didn't talk about it. People would just say they were on it. They'd yeah. be like, I am. And then you'd be like, okay, cool. Maybe yeah, I should Yeah, girls always have that chat like, oh, you're on the pill or you're on yeah. the... And someone's like, yeah, yeah, I'm on them plan or I'm on this or I'm yeah. on that. And there's never a more in-depth discussion. No. But I kind of thought it was the right thing to do. So I went on it. Um, and it worked in terms of, I didn't have a baby. Thank yeah. God. Um, oh, I did, <laughs> but we'll get onto that later. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a mum yet. Close, close. We'll, we'll get um, onto it. <laughs> but basically, I kind of put on a bit of weight not loads not enough that maybe someone else would notice if they but were looking did. at me but I noticed I think my mum noticed um and I just wasn't feeling things um because I'm someone who feels really deeply same yeah whether it's a, a like a really great thing or especially if it's a really bad thing or even if it's not my situation I just yeah. feel for people and I like I always cry at books and films I'm always <laughs> sobbing um I was actually crying on the train today I watch the notebook right and I can oh, watch no. it I can watch it however many times and cry, cry I even cry time. at twilight no yeah, yeah that's how tragic as me if I do <laughs> no the bit where Bella's like at the room and like Edward's left her and she's got that sad music on I cry to it every single time oh, especially goodness. if I'm over yeah but that's the thing it's it, even if you're feeling sad or crying it's nice to be able to feel things right yeah. and like I bruise like a peach and I'm like em emotionally and I've been heartbroken however many times yeah. and we all have yeah I think I know. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all the people that we're fault. here for you <laughs> <laughs> um but basically all of those things you don't get to feel if you're on the pill. And I mean, people have mood swings, obviously, that's a common side effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for lots and lots of women, it feels like, well, it feels like nothing. It kind of just uh, neutralizes I know them. what you mean, because I'm kind of like, I'm going back to when I was on contraception. I just feel like I was just kind of like heartless, like... Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I had mood swings and stuff, but like nothing really ever like... Home you don't feel or... the important things. Yeah. Um, it kind of mutes you, I always thought. Like you're a muted version of yourself. And I was just kind of like, hold on, I'm not I'm not like feeling things, I'm not crying. I also don't get as, as excited about things. things uh, and I was like, I don't want walking around very yeah, underwhelmed. I was just, like just too chill, just so <laughs> casual, like never taking anything that seriously. And I was like, hold on, is it is it worth it? Like considering there are other ways of doing it. Um at the beginning I kind of actually had headaches and those kind of more, I got that more traditional plant, migraines. Um, and then switched a few times. And I found one that, that worked for me, but it was still causing all of these things. And you just like subtly notice it. And I think it's one of those things that if no one points it out to you, you'll never notice. Like I have friends that I've said, you need to read this book or you need to watch this video and you need to like educate yourselves. And I'm not trying so to- what you're actually putting yeah, in your exactly. body. And I'm not trying to put them off or, or like advocate it. It's not an argument for or an argument against. It's just me being like, if you don't understand what you're doing, how can you actually make comprehend what you're doing. Mm. And- like they just they don't listen and like I love them they're my friends but I'm like you're like listen I'm to like, me, listen right to me please. um because they just they 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 want to not know it's yeah. like that ignorance is bliss it's thing. true but I think a lot of women do it's like but I also think that we've got a lot of pressure on us like men don't really have any responsibility when it comes to you got a boyfriend or you yeah. single like bless my boyfriend he gets it because the horror story that I'll get into <laughs> in a bit so he gets it but then at the same time it kind of is like oh, well, you're not on it. Like, it's it's like all mean. It's like, yeah. why is it, why is this my responsibility? Yeah. Like, why don't men have anything to do with it? And I don't know why, like, I know. I, I, but you know, I think it'd be really weird being like, baby, are you taking your pill today? Like, to your Yeah, mind. that would also be awesome. It'd be really strange, eh? Like, mm. it's when, it's when like someone you don't know that well, like if it's the first time with someone and then they're like, like you're oh, like, side thing. Yeah, like you're on the pill, right? And then 
you're like, uh, well, is it any of your business if I am or can, not? Can you imagine sitting down with any of your, like a partner, your little side thing, a guy <laughs> that you've just met in a bar? <laughs> can you imagine being like, eh, have you taken your pill today? Yeah. Or are you got them planned? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, are, like we are, are we going to have a baby or, or are, you, are you good? But I don't feel like we'll ever get to that point, but I just don't understand yeah. why. Well, the thing is, right, there, this is, again, something I read recently is there are 15 types of contraception. And only 15? 15, one five, and only two of them are for men. What ones? Uh, I didn't even know this. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I'm like, like oh, what wow. Ones? I've got so many new ones to try. What ones? Um, condoms, obviously, male yeah. condoms. Are they, for, are they actually classed as contraception? Yeah, well, like, I don't mean hormonal contraception. I mean okay. contraception okay, in general. Okay, okay, yeah. Just to prevent our baby. Yeah. We don't want child. <laughs> no, no child here, <laughs> please. Um, and then the other one is having the snip. Having a vasectomy. Yeah, is it called vasectomy? Which is, is it reversible? Permanent. Well, I don't know. I think it is. Um, but it's a very difficult procedure and most of the time it's permanent, right? So those are like two not very good yeah. options. Um, that is very intimidating for men. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, so I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't blame them for not same. wanting to do that straight away. But somehow I'm, it doesn't sit with me that the other 13 are women. Yeah, and like, there's nothing else for men. Exactly. It's... 50-50 to make a baby, right? Like, we can't make babies on our own. It's their fault too. But do you know too. what I say? I'm sorry, mum and dad listening to this. Mostly, mostly my dad and mum probably won't bother. But, like, it's the man that comes in us. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and then you impregnate me. I know, like, we're tired. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, we have to carry it for nine months. In it. It's all women. It's all women. It's all on us. No, but I I was going to, this is what I was going to say. I um, recently just got pregnant on the patch. Yeah. Which is scandalous because that's not supposed to happen. And honestly, I was I was in bits. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, and then I was just kind of like, do you know what? Like, yeah. I'm on the contraception. So I phoned them up and... I didn't have a go at them, but I was kind of like, how does this happen? Then they were hitting me with like, oh, it's only 99 point whatever percent effective, blah, blah. And then they're like, did you change it right, blah, blah. And I'm like, did I change it right? Is this my fault? But I've got some horror stories as well that people have wrote in. But yeah, I literally just got pregnant on the patch. And then Ben yeah. was having a meltdown, like, should I get a vasectomy? Da -da -da -da. And I was like, no, 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 like, let's maybe not do that. Yeah. But then I felt really terrible because I'm like, is this my fault? Yeah, like, exactly. You feel like it's your fault, but really, it takes two people. And I think when, like, I don't know about you, but women talk about pregnancy scares all the time. Like, yeah. there's always one or two or probably all the people in a friendship group that yeah, at some them. point thought they were or have been. Um, and, like, it just blows my mind a little bit that men never have that, really. Never. Like, they might be scared if their girlfriend tells them and then their girlfriend sorts it out. But it's, like, their responsibility. They're so removed from no, it. No, but do you not think that, like... Like, I was petrified to tell him. I was, like, petrified. And I'm like, wait, why am I petrified? Like, this is this is our doing. Yeah, it's a two-man like, job. I, I, think, I feel like us women, like, we actually get scared. Like, if it does, because then it's, like, baby trapping. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's, like... Yeah, exactly. It's inside me. Yeah. What, what do I do now? Yeah. But, no, like, it was horrible. Mm. And when... Now, especially now, because of all of that, I just refuse to go on anything. Because when I got the implant taken out... I got caught under my muscle. <laughs> oh my God, stop. Got caught That's under my muscle. Pain. I've got a huge scar on my arm. Um, and like, it was the most awful thing. And then um, I have a really funny story about the coil. So okay. I got really stoned. Don't recommend it, right? <laughs> Before, I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. <laughs> but it's true, it's right? Like... I got really stoned. And um, 
plan to get the the coil in. Yeah. And I was shutting my tail and Ben was like, maybe have a joint. I will take the edge off, right? So I shut you not, I was so baked going into this appointment, <laughs> right? And it was like when we had to wear masks. Oh, shit. So I've got the mask, I've got the sunglasses yeah. on, and I'm like, I'm waiting to go to that appointment. Then I sat down and the nurse said to me, I know your face. And I was like, With mask on. oh no, yeah. And, and she was like, just asking me about like, how's life? How am I making money now? And I was so stoned that I couldn't say anything. And I'm like, oh my God, she's gonna open up my little pupu nana, put a, <laughs> put a coil inside of me, then like go and text her group chat. I've just done, da, 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 da. Yeah. proper pranging out, right? And then she starts asking me like questions like, when did you last have sex? Okay. And I was like, because I was so stoned, I couldn't think. I was like, this morning. And she's like, well, did you take, like, did you use contraception? I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, why did I just say that? Then she's shouting at me like, did, did Sherry, no, did Kerry not tell you on the phone not to do, 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 do? like proper agony at me? Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what is going on? And she went, um, can you go and do like a urine sample? Because I'll need to check if you're pregnant. Right. So anyway, I'm walking to this toilet and I'm like, oh my God, why did I do this? And then I pee in the little thing and it's so orange. I'm like, I can't give her this. Like, I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> and then, yeah, she basically just gave me a, gave me a massive grilling. And I, I know it is my fault. And then I was like, wait, I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, why did she have to mention that she knew? I don't know how she knew, she knew who I was, but... Mm -hmm. Did you have to really mention that? So then I didn't end up getting it. So now I'm just completely put off. Mm. And I've heard loads of horror stories about it anyway. I don't know if any of your mates have had the coil, but I'm just never putting it in my body. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I The, the, the more permanent options really scare me because having had a bad experience, if I go back on the pill, it's something I can stop whenever I want, right? Yeah, you just stop taking it, don't you? You just get up one morning and you think, I don't want to put this in my body anymore and you stop. But if you have something literally put in you, you have to, you're relying on another person to take that out or to sort it out or if anything goes wrong, I know. Thank God forbid, if anything leave. goes wrong, you're reliant on someone else. And that just, the thought of that terrifies me because your body is your own, right? And you want to have control over it. Um, but yeah. I just think, yeah, but that's what I think what a lot of women aren't realizing is that you're actually just putting this foreign thing in your body. If you probably don't even know that you're changing, you are changing. Mm -hmm. And again, TikTok, fucking TikTok. But I heard about a story about a woman, or apparently quite a lot of women, that are literally with their partners for like 10 years or eight years, however long yeah. it is. And they've been on contraception the whole time. Then oh, they're coming off it. And then they don't, they're they not don't attracted to their par partner. Could you imagine? I, it sounds really bad when I say that I had that because Did you? <laughs> if he finds out, he's going to be like, what the hell? But I actually had that in the sense that the first time I met this guy, didn't fancy him at all. We were friends. I wasn't, I wasn't like going out with him at the time. Yeah. I was going out with someone else. Um, and then I went on the pill for a while because I was with this other guy mm -hmm. and we broke up for unpill related yeah, yeah, reasons. Well, nothing to do with the pill. Nothing to do with the pill, <laughs> I promise. Um, and then suddenly this other guy who I like hadn't fancy at all was suddenly a god i was like stop oh it. my god what stop has changed it. and nothing had changed except from the fact that my mind was just frozen in this like weird <sighs> place i know and now i look back and i'm like what the hell i have the complete ick i'm like i do not know why i did that as f i know and like but that's the thing mine didn't last very long it was a few months right so it's not the end of the world but if you're married to someone for 10 years I mean, you just come off it and you come you're off like it. It's crazy. But it's all, again, it's to do with the, the... I feel like that did happen to me, though. The same thing? Yeah, I think so. 
I think so, because I um I came off the implant and I wanted rid of my this is gonna sound really bad, <laughs> but he won't he won't know who I am anyway. Now. <laughs> I just wanted rid of him. No, we've just like, had enough. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, like really can't be bored of you. And then I went to the gynecologist and got all that done. Then I came off it. Then I just was completely unattracted to him. But he cheated on me anyway. So it's fine. Well, fair enough. Yeah. It's fine. It gave me, gave me like a reason. He'd be like, Maybe see not. ya. But the thing is, that's such, that's not a legitimate reason. Like if you told a man that's what it was, he'd be like. Yeah, you'd think you're blagging it. You'd think you're crazy. Um, but it's, it happens. I'm going to read to you guys some of the horror stories. Remember that's I told it. you, right? So I got, I got loads of women to write in to us, right? And I got so many responses, but they actually scare me. Okay. I feel scared. So one of them was, um, well, loads of people, I've had so many people saying that they got pregnant on the pill, right? But someone wrote, one of my, she's actually one of my good friends, Molly wrote, the combined pill caused me to have two blood clots, which I ended up being hospitalized for. Oh my God. Like, could you imagine? Like, Yeah, well, this is the thing. It was also in the article that you sent me that everyone panicked when the vaccine for COVID was causing blood clots, right? But was this not to do with contraception? Women yeah. that were on it? Women, no, no, no. It was a separate thing. But the risk of the Pfizer vaccine was blood clots. And it was one in 250,000. Quite a few people were, I've heard quite a lot of stories about that yeah. anyway. But lots of people said they, that young people shouldn't have that vaccine because it would cause blood clots. So that's one in 250,000 people. people. For the being on the pill, the risk of blood clots is one in a thousand Oh shit! I know. <laughs> so you are so you'll let us take it. Yeah. So ever like reading that statistic, I was like, that is ridiculous. They're actually mugging us because eh? we are so much more likely to get on the, all the other things that we're doing as women. Babe, there's so many of it here. Someone put microgynin, which I was on. I don't think microgynin is on the one. green. Yeah, yeah. That is there green. we go. That's got really high estrogen in it. Yeah. Um, this girl called Mandy put microgynin turned me into a monster, came off it five years later and now I'm more myself, yeah. which I feel like is a very common one. There's one really bad one that I that I wrote, that I read, right? It's this one. Oh my gosh, so okay. it's this girl called Amber. She put copper coil, aggressive two-year BV, which, which you know what that is. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you don't know what that is, it's called bacterial vaginosis, which basically just means that you have a, like, a, you get very bad odour coming from. It's like an from, infection. Yeah. Um, she had that for two years. Doctors didn't care. Worst two years of her life. Then um, she bled three weeks out of the month on the implant for a good year when she first got it. So she's obviously came off that. Like what I've done, I feel like this is what they do though. If one contraception doesn't work for you, they just put you, you go back. One. They just put you onto other ones, and it's like they're basically all doing the same thing. Yeah, just a different. It's just a different method of having it in your body. Exactly. Then someone said, I got an IUD during COVID, which is copper coil, isn't it? Mm. IUD. Gained um, 70 pounds and was super cranky all the time. I'm guessing she's American because I don't know how much 70 pounds is. Because we don't use pounds, but that's yeah. quite a lot, <laughs> isn't it? Um, she says, no matter how much I tried to lose the weight, it was impossible. I got so frustrated with my body and got super, super depressed. That's the sad thing is that it really ruins the relationship you have with, with your, your body. body. And because... men don't understand yeah, it. Yeah, I know. And they, kind of, they just... They expect you to be on it like it's a thing that doesn't really... Like, they're disappointed if you're not on it because they think it's just a thing that's easy to do. Because then they've got to wear a condom and they hate wearing condoms. <laughs> exactly. And they've got to pull but out. It's just like, it seems like a black and white decision to them, right? Like, yeah. if you don't want to be pregnant, if you don't want me to get you pregnant... You have to take the contraception. You should be on the pill. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. So, no, puta, you take, <laughs> get a vasectomy then. Yeah, it's your, it's your responsibility too, you know? Honestly, babe, I've got loads of them, like... 
there was someone else that said managed to get pregnant on the patch felt so angry low there's loads about the implant you've never had the implant have you no i'm too afraid so i think um this girl called lily that i said that that i know she put i'm on the implant and get four weeks of heavy bleeding at least once a year and it also caused me to have back problems so i've been prescribed sleeping pills see that's ridiculous that sleeping pills is a problem to something that they just think that that will fix it. But this is one of the things that happened to me, right? See, when I was bleeding so much on the implant, right? I mean, I literally mean seriously bleeding every day for five years, right? I, I When I was having my exams at school, I used to have to come home, change my pad. I used to have to leak, like, one of my old best friends, Chantel, she used to wear, like, one of the bags that, like, hid your bum. Yeah. So, like, walking home, I used to always have to swap bags for because I used to wear, like, a little grey skirt with the tights, and I used to always leak. And then what happened was, because I was obviously bleeding so much, um, I got a thing called nephrotic syndrome, which is yeah. like you, you've got loads of protein in your urine from your kidneys. And then I was anemic. I was on calcium tablets. And then that was like one of the times my mum just went into the doctor and was like, enough's enough. Because my mum mm. knew, but she couldn't help me because they were just putting me on all this shit. Yeah. And I just kept going and going and going and going. And then I didn't really know what else to do. I feel like they just kind of pile things up and the last option is come off it when actually that should be the the first port of call should be come off it and see if you feel different. But what do you think, like in an ideal world, what do you think should be like should be happening with contraception? Do you think there should be more research? Do you mm. think that there should be alternatives for men? I think both of those things. I think it's difficult to just... We're so warped in terms of what we think is normal. Yeah. And it's been women's responsibility for so long that it's hard to think of it. In... Like everything is women's responsibility. <laughs> everything is women's responsibility. I feel like we have the world on our shoulders <laughs> just like burdening us. I know. Um, but it's hard to think differently because it's been that way for so long. And there has actually been so much research into male contraceptives. Um, but it's seen, like there's been a successful male pill. And obviously these things, like when you say successful, it's quite a small scale that trial. my blood? Cause I'm like, why are we why not, are we not scaling it up? Exactly. But there's also a contraceptive gel that you rub into your arm. Um, for men. For men. There's also men. Like, <laughs> crack on guys. <laughs> Get busy. There's also um, a really crazy thing that someone was telling me about where you just, apparently it's a French thing. <laughs> it's too much. And it's like, you just freeze your bit. No, that's you warm up your bits. Like they would warm up their They would warm up beforehand. Their balls and their really. And it's like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> and it just like stops them releasing anything, so prevents the baby problem. But how do you mean warm up? What are we talking I, about? Well, warming up? I think like, 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 I, warm I don't shower. know enough about it because it embarrasses me, which is silly. I know. <laughs> Um, but like you can strap them to yourself or like give them a little bath there are like loads of random things but there's so many different ways there's the, the gel like I was saying but none of them have been fully investigated because it's an industry right oh my god this was in your article I remember yeah, pharmaceutical companies have to make money and they don't think they can make money marketing off a male contraceptive men, male contraceptives because why would men take them when women can and take it, them you're going to be bleed you're going to have irregular bleeding <laughs> you're going to have mood swings yeah they're like men won't want to take them because there are all these side effects and I'm like um so aren't they selfish. the ones that we've been putting up with yeah so I think even if we can't solve the the side effects yet and the problems why don't we at least go 50 50 you know and try it and at try least. it What's the I'm harm? an idiot though because I hate condoms sorry dad if you're listening to this <laughs> But I do. I don't know about you. Honestly, I hate it. So I feel like I actually am part of the problem too. Yeah. I mean, like nobody loves them. But also, and also the other thing is, if 
the, the NHS says, the, class, NHS? the NHS is like the Bible. Um, the NHS says, <laughs> it is, it's my Bible. <laughs> NHS medical advice, anything that goes wrong, I'm like, tell me, tell me what's Dawn, wrong Don't, I Google me. it and then you're just like, it's like, you're yeah, going to die yeah. in three weeks. <laughs> Mum's like, stop Googling when I you're out. I'm like, I know I really thing. should because I think I'm actually going to like, I've got something wrong with me. It's the, actually the worst thing that you can do is Google, but I always Google. Same. And the NHS says, in terms of, tip, like condoms are meant to be 99.9% .9 effective, right? Or whatever it is. But in typical use, they're 82% effective. So why are you like? Why are you always lying? <laughs> I feel like what they do is like they sugarcoat it. Mm. Like they'll hit you a statistic and then they'll like lessen it down because yeah. that is not 99.9% .9 effective. But, it's only 80 odds. Yeah, but I remember telling someone, I can't remember, it, I don't think it was someone I knew very well. But I remember random. <laughs> I remember having a conversation with a guy and being like, oh, I don't, I don't remember why we were talking about it. And being like, oh, well, condoms are 99% effective. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, they're like, then they don't always work. And he couldn't believe that they didn't Why always do you, work. I feel like men are very like, naive. You should know that. <laughs> like, that should be common knowledge. They're for you, use. Read it, read up what they should <laughs> read be the doing. Read the conditions. Um, but yeah, and he just didn't know. He fully thought that if he just wore one every time, that would be it. But there Absolutely are so many not. instances of them not working or things going wrong. Well, this is the thing. I don't know if you've ever got pregnant, but see me getting pregnant on the patch, it was just honestly like, now I don't trust anything. Yeah. And I really, I really did want to get the coil. But from like the horror stories, like one of the girls wrote in, what did she write? She wrote in saying, um, got my IUD put in and it was genuinely the worst pain of my life. Genuinely felt like I was going to die. It doesn't make you look forward to why would I want to? <laughs> why would I want to feel like I'm going to die? Yeah. So I've just completely, but I feel like even now, I've just completely put myself off it. Mm. I mean, I can't see myself ever going back on contraception. It's so hard once you have in mind all the I feel like we're wrong. awake, we're woke. Is that what you'd call it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are the woke. We're trying to awaken everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, it's each their own because obviously there's going to have women that it actually does help. For lots of people, I think it's a godsend. And if they're forever, for what, for any reason, they, it's their only option for them. Like, but I feel like it needs to be a little bit more normalised for like the women that it doesn't actually work for. Yeah, I think like that, us. The, yeah, exactly. The narrative around birth control, right, is that it came into came into being, saved loads of women from having to have babies. Focus um, on your careers, all of that. Let us focus on our careers. You pick when you have children. Good for you. Go off. Live your life. No, I'm grateful we Which, have yeah, it. I'm so grateful that it's an option. Yeah, me too. And that's, I, that's really important to remember is that we would be better off we would we wouldn't be better off without if it, it if it didn't exist um but i think what gets left behind and forgotten is that actually it's okay to not want to be on it and yeah. it's okay to educate yourself and make an informed decision and that informed decision be to if it's not for you not it's not it. for you and i think one of the things as well is that i think i'd sleep a little bit better at night as if there was actually like like you were saying earlier there was actually a little bit more research on it yeah because Definitely. it's such a great area and it's like, if it gives us all these side effects, why are we taking it? I know. And the important <laughs> don't thing know why is, I whispered that. <laughs> why, are taking, why are we taking it? I mean, I'm not, but. Um, but the thing is, even if the research exists, we have to listen to it and read it and look at it. Um, and I'm always annoying my friends by buying them books about birth control. <laughs> read it. I'm like, read this, please. Fuck it, we're um, not going for margaritas until you until read you this. Until you sat down and read at least the first chapter. And then it just sits on their bookshelf. And I'm like... And then, then they'll complain to me about whatever they're on or the fact that they've bled for five weeks, six weeks. I know. Or the fact and, that they and have a bled. like that because all of my friends like that are on it, they're either bleeding, 
<clears throat> they're either cranky. Listen, my, my voice croaks <laughs> as I said that. They're either cranky. Um, I think one of my mates got pregnant again on the yeah. pill. And I'm just like, what's going on? I know. But the, the, then they're so reluctant to talk about it. It going it going wrong is such a thing that you keep to yourself. And I'm like, if it's going wrong for everyone, surely that's something. This is why I wanted about. to sit you down, because I'm like, I need to know the other women. I want to know what other women's experiences are, just so that mm. I know that I'm not going crazy. Mm. So that I know I'm not being stubborn, like I'm not putting this in. Like I feel like I'm on a journey right now and I'm being very cautious of like what I'm putting in my body. Yeah. Like I want to know what I'm putting in my body. And I think that's like contraception is just such a great area. But I think more people should do that and reflect on what they are putting in their body. A hundred percent. Because just the like, I'm going to put it in and it's going to work and I don't know what's happening. Can you see yourself ever going back on it? No. Potentially. Um, but I think I'll be much more careful. I'd research it more. I wouldn't just take the first pill that the doctor gave me. I would be like, okay, what's going to work I know, for me? they just shove it out, yeah. I know, they're just like, okay, try this one. Yeah, Whereas, I've got a really heavy period. Oh, well, this one's really good for that. So yeah. you do that. Or like the green one doesn't work. Try the pink one. They just give you like... One of the things that um, the woman said to me there, because I was really sad when I got pregnant on the patch. Really, really yeah, sad. And then obviously we were discussing alternatives. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, my throat, my, what's <laughs> going on with my throat? I'm getting like nervous talking about it. <laughs> but she was like... Well, your only really other option is the coil. And I'm like, well, I don't really want the hormone, like the hormonal one, because obviously I know that the hormones don't yeah. agree with me because of the injection, the pill, the implant that I've been on. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, you can do the copper one, but it'll make your periods, it does tend to make your periods really heavy. And I'm like, but that's one of the issues that I need to stop. Yeah. So I've got a really heavy period. And it's another thing that we don't really talk about is our periods mm. and all of us have it. And it's like, there's a lot of big debate going on just now if women should have, um, what is it, days off for... Period leave, yeah. What this, do you think? Please tell me what I, you think this about this. This really frustrates me because part of me is like, well done for recognising periods. But I read this really interesting article. Um, I can't remember her surname, but it was by someone called Missy something. Missy Lee's maybe. Shout out to her. Wherever. Shout out to Missy Lee. Like whoever Sick wrote this name. article. I'm trying to remember <laughs> your name. I'm sorry they don't. Um, and it was like, actually, no, this is a terrible idea because what you're doing is just putting women at a disadvantage in True. terms of hiring. Like, if you're a CEO of a company and you have two candidates, one's male and one's female. Oh my God, I never and, thought of this. And one of them is going to take three days off every month because she's got painful periods. You're obviously going to hire the person that fucking hire is going to be at work. No, I know what you mean. Um, and like, in terms of like discriminating against people, it's not great. But that's the logical decision in terms of making money and having someone who's going to do. Of course, the work. it is. You either take someone that's going to have time off, or yeah. you take someone that doesn't have a period and can just work mm. willy nilly. So the better option is: how about we have compassionate leave, or we have. Uh, like well-being leave or something that covers men and women um because so it's neutral so it's neutral I've and then you. if women take it they're not looked down on for i think the problem is with having a specific days off or absence for just periods, for us like menstrual leave is that actually all you're doing is stigmatizing periods more it it makes periods seem like a weakness yeah right? rather than they're not it's like an illness it's like having what was sick that leave. article that you wrote when she came in i was like did you mean to write that it was i love my period i love my period yeah i mean i have days where i where i do and I have days where i regret writing period. this um no but, but i get the i get the whole consensus of the article mm. like but the reason i wrote that article was because the reason i love my period is because because i was on the pill and it didn't work for me and the feeling of having a cycle that works and functions and the 
They're getting grumpy and crying for no reason. Actually feeling emotion. The, yeah, the feeling emotion. Not just being a bit of stone. Yeah, not just being like a zombie for a month. The the gang they're getting really hungry or I'll eat a ridiculous amount of much. Exactly. And then <laughs> and then I'll be like, why did I do that? And then my period will arrive the next day and I'll be like, it makes sense. That makes so much sense. Or I'll cry for no reason. And then feeling so great and like looking better in all my outfits yeah. and just feeling myself so much more after my period. All that stuff I love. I love the feeling of. I love the going through the weeks. No, but I actually get the point that you make about making it a weakness because I really struggle with my period, right? My period floors me. Like yeah. everyone knows when I'm on my period because I'm just, I'm actually just really nasty. Like I'm just not nice. Yeah. But like my cramps, like I'm in bed feeling like get the world's smallest violin out for me when I'm <laughs> on my period. Because I don't know, like honestly, it really does floor me. So the thought of, well, I don't, I don't work on normal 95, but if I did, I, when I was reading up about the thought of like the leave, I thought, ah, it's just a good idea. But now that you've said it, I'm like, yeah, hmm. That's the thing. It does seem like a really good idea. I mean, I have like terrible cramps always on the first day. So normally I actually- yeah, I'm like five hot water bottles, yeah, honestly. that's horrible. And I don't envy you, but- I have that like for one day, which is much better. And I will take a hot water bottle into work and sit on my desk with my hot water bottle. And if anyone's like, it's really warm in here, what's your problem? I'll be like, do you not have some respect? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just think that actually provo making provisions for women who are on their period in the workplace, having tampons in office bathrooms. Just small little things. Small adjustments so that you're making women feel more comfortable rather than like removing them from the situation altogether. I'm so proud to be Scottish. Scotland were like the first, like not the first, but I think they've made like sanitary towels and yeah, pads and everything free for everyone's in schools. And yeah. now I'm in England and I'm like, well, I don't go to school anymore anyway. I know. But we, we need to follow the lead. You do too. Because I feel like there needs to be more support around just women's health in general. Definitely. When it comes to contraception, when it comes to periods, it needs to be normal to talk about it. Like there is a few women on social media that when they're on their periods, like they show their pads and they show their cups and stuff and for me that actually does make me feel a little bit uncomfortable and yeah. that's no shade to them at all I don't mean talk about it and that but I feel like but I think the fact that their their responses and their posts are so extreme is almost an example of why it needs to be talked about yeah more. that's it's, what I it's mean like, to be heard they're having to do those the things. extreme things mm. like and I just I just don't know why no one talks about it yeah. I feel like on TikTok, a lot of more people are talking about it, mm. but I'm just wanted, I wanted just, I need to chat about it because I randomly came across your article because obviously I was like Googling and I feel like in America, a lot of more people talk about it, Yeah, but I feel like here, not a lot of people do. And I want to hear about people's experiences yeah, I love with it. I'm always like, tell me when you're on it. Tell me how I can help. Yeah. What can I do for <laughs> you? I'll deliver um, you 12,000 roses. Yeah. My favorite thing is when you're in a public bathroom and girls bathroom is amazing and you it? don't have a tampon and you'd like you're in the little cubicle and you, you're like ah, babe this, has, this literally happened to me <laughs> no do you know what's actually really funny is the girl that gave me it we didn't really get on that well um she like worked at one of the events that we were at on um friday but during covid -y times like everyone was obviously so intense yeah so we didn't really have a great experience that last one. No, but she's a babe. Like, yeah. Because I was just like, that was so nice. I'm in the toilet with my brother's girlfriend and we're like, 
And I had, this is so disgusting, guys, but we all go through it. I had leaked everywhere. Yeah, sometimes. And happens. I had a black jumpsuit on and I was like, oh my God. At least it was black. Just everything, like, I was just like, <laughs> and I was so drunk. I was like, ah, like thinking that I'm going to die. And then I hear her like, I'm going to go, she worked there and she was like, I'm going to go in the office and get a tampon. And I was just like, you're such a babe. Yeah. Girls that do that. We fucking yeah, love you. Top tier. Because I would do that. If I heard someone like talking about it, I'd be like, guys, like I've always got tampons and pads Me in my too. bag. Even when I'm not on my period, I'm like, I'm gonna take always. one anyway. Because someone always needs one. Got you gotta be that gal. Mm. If you if you if you keep a tampon knowing that someone needs <laughs> it, don't be that gal. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. But yeah, we just randomly started talking about periods. But it's all it's all the it's same all thing. The period your period is so much to do with why you're on board birth control, right? But yeah, that was one of the reasons that was one of the reasons why I went on it was because my period was so heavy. Yeah. But I think the the fact that we just resort to birth control as a alternative for heavy periods is just a sign that night we don't we don't know enough about either of I them. I know, but what other options do you think there would be? Well, there needs to just be more fucking research, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's that's why it's so hard to guess because we don't know enough about it. Women's bodies are a bit of a mystery, I think. I just don't understand how something that so many women are on, like no one's proper doing the groundwork for mm -hmm. it. Yeah, me too. Um, I think it has to happen. I think there's increasingly a knowledge that it has to happen. And pe people like Sarah Hill, who wrote the best book. Yeah, called, what's the book? It's called How the Pill Changes Everything. I was going to say, tell the and people because I'm going to read it. it. Other than the NHS website, it's my other Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I'm just going to resort to Sarah and like read what Does she, she write other say. stuff or is that just, um, she's obviously she, wrote that's other her stuff. Research. I think that was her primary and first book. So what is that, How the Pill Changes Everything? Yeah, but what's really great about it is that it's not an argument for birth control or against it. She's very so neutral. It's very neutral. It's very nuanced. She was on it and came off it. And she, I mentioned earlier, she felt like a zombie um, and only realized after she'd come off it that she was feeling things again. Um, and it kind of like killed her sex drive, killed her enthusiasm for things. Um, and it's just, it's a great book because... And this is the one I always give to my friends and they're like, I don't want to know because then I want to come off it. And I don't want to come off it. And I'm like, no, you should read Ignorance it. Ignorance is blessed. If I don't know it, it doesn't yeah. harm me. But it's such a good book. Just And it even has like a list of all the birth control pills, what they have in them. Shit, um, actually, I'm going to read it. It's going to become my new so good. But yeah, I just think we as women just don't really have it that easy. We get our periods, we're on birth control for so long, and then we hit menopause. Yeah. And then you've got to deal with that. And you might have to have children in between. I know. Pop a few of those <laughs> And then still get a career going. <laughs> Gosh. God, we really are like. <laughs> so much I have to do. In it? So much little time, so much to do. <laughs> so, guys, I think that's it for this episode. I want to hear about everyone else's experiences. I'm sure you do too. Yes, please. Because um, it gives Ceci something to write about also. Like, because yeah. read some of her articles, guys. They're amazing. <laughs> no, they are. Ceci Browning. Is it Brownings or Browning? Browning. Browning. See, I got it right. You got it. Um, read some of our articles. They're amazing. I just randomly found it. I'm so glad that yeah. I did. But yeah, want to hear all your horror stories. And if you've not even had any horror stories, just let us know yeah, let's how, how it's all feeling. been. I feel like as women, we need to speak about it more. Definitely. But yeah, that's us for this episode, guys. And I will see you next Thursday. <laughs>